Welcome to Training Issues on Futa Radio 93.1 FM. The show is making a return today, being the 27th of September 2021, the very first edition for the week. My name is Jude Inobame, and I have in the house Father Leo. Good morning, Padre. Good morning. How was the weekend? Uh, weekend was weekend. Yeah, yeah, as per <laughs> usual. I know, right? And Esigon is in the building as well. Good morning, Esigon. Greetings. Yeah, greetings, greetings. And I hope Esigon is not going to eat me raw after. Uh, don't worry, it's done already. <laughs> 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 you, played it, you played it before you. <laughs> okay, let's start off with this development now. Something that happened over the weekend that is not so cool at all. Um, we got information that um, two persons got killed by a car along Hospital Road in Akure the Ondo state capital and it happened that uh, these two persons they were on um, you know a motorcycle and the car that was coming at the back um, hit them it was actually coming in full speed and um, I don't understand how this could have happened because um, if you know the hospital road very well um, it is not in a state that um, would want to say that the road was in a bad shape and that made the moving vehicle to maybe some assault and hit uh, the Okada, uh, but um, due to the fact that the person who was driving was driving uh, with a lot of speed, according to reports, what we are seeing, that is actually what caused the accident. Uh, let's begin with um, the take of Father Lee on this one. Well, it's a very, very sad story, especially when it's, it, could have been a, it could have been a situation that uh, one could have uh, avoided especially when it comes to uh, obeying the traffic rules. Uh, fortunately, we are having the situation on our hands, and um, I just hope that, uh, or I pray that God will grant solace to the, to the family of the deceased. Okay. And uh, we don't know, we have not heard any police report yet regarding that issue. We don't know how they are handling the case. We don't know even if they... Uh, the person who who hits them, the driver in this case, whether she was arrested, whether the car was impounded, or whether the person ran away, we don't know much of the details. But what we have heard so far was that the two passengers on the on the motorbike mm-hmm. died, and the the motorcyclist himself mm-hmm. uh, got injured. But then, there is always, no matter how very sad the situation is and uh, how much one may pray that one does not want to experience such thing, there is always something to take away from it. And uh, to start with is that is the fact that whenever we are driving, let us be very, very uh, be cautious. It is always good to be cautious while driving. Unfortunately, excuse me, unfortunately in Nigeria, we... We don't, uh, many of us are guilty of this, and unfortunately, too, the kind of orientation from the part of the agencies that are, that are involved in situations like this, too, uh, they are not good enough. For instance, I will use uh, Holland as an example okay. in the Netherlands. When it comes to the usage of the road, the first person you give priority to is the pedestrian. After the pedestrian, the person who is riding the bicycle. After that is the motorcyclist. After the motorcyclist is the driver. That is those driving, not the heavy duty vehicles. Then before you talk about the heavy duty vehicles, this is something that they know. For instance, in Holland, 
if you are riding a bicycle on the road, every car has to stop for you. But unfortunately, in our country, it's the other way around. Uh, it's like the last person you consider is the pedestrian. Hmm. And unfortunately, many of our traffic rules are not well implemented. There are no much sanctions when it comes to traffic rules, especially when you live in a, in a society or in a system where bribe is going on everywhere, that even those who have been saddled with the responsibility to make sure that people obey traffic rules, the first thing that is on their mind is what they have to collect from you, not even minding whether they want to uh, check whether mm-hmm. you have the right thing. And sometimes, yeah. And sometimes, too, I usually, I've said it here that sometimes they could be very, very hypocritical in their, in their duties. You see those of us who are doing our best, private car owners. I, for one, one of the things I hate most while driving is to be embarrassed by any uh, officer, whether you're a police or you're a soldier or you are uh, FRSC. And what is the best way for me not to be embarrassed is to make sure that I have everything that it takes. My license is up to date. My driver's license, the car license, driver licenses are up to date. I have the things I should have in the car. And these are the people that you see mostly on the road that these people, they stop. All these commercial vehicle drivers, many of them don't even have driver's license. Some of them, their tires are worn. Some of them, some of those cars are not even motorable. They are All not right. even roadworthy. Well, but they yet, argue that the roads the road, itself are not yes. worthy. The roads itself are not worthy to be driven on. <laughs> and then you don't see them. You see them. They stop you. You see all these rickety cars. Some of them are overloading. They just pass. Nobody, nobody stops them. I am sure that if the Federal Road Safety Corps they want to be impounding vehicles every day. In this Akure, for instance, it will be very, very possible. How many of these taxi drivers have driver's license? How many of them have sea caution? How many of them have extra tires? How many of them have fire extinguishers? Some mm-hmm. of them, their brake lights, their trafficators are not even working. Yeah, seat Sometimes are not even their seatbelts are not there. Sometimes the way they drive, you, you, so if you are not careful, you can even almost hit them from the back. Because the way they would just park, no they don't, lights. no brake light, no parking lights, nothing. But you see the responsible man, the responsible woman who has a private car. All right. I've always said it, that see, from my own experience, you see that those who make money with their cars, they don't take care of their cars. Hmm. It is actually the private car owners who do a lot to keep their cars in good condition. And these are the people that you disturb. Okay. You don't disturb the so-called, uh, those that we know that in most cases, they are the ones who violate many of these rules the more. Last week, I was driving, and uh, 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 a road safety officer stopped me. On the, in the, it was in the morning. And uh, when he looked at me, he was like, okay, can I see your license and your uh, driver's license and uh, car particulars? I gave it to him. He has not even finished going through the papers before he said, okay, I know you are a responsible man. Anything <laughs> for your boys? <laughs> and in my mind, I'm right. like... Are you, is this is this is this the way we as we continue to run this country? All right. But on the other hand, too, for the motorcyclists, I am not trying to put blame on anybody. But some one of the things that I don't like seeing is when I see three people on a on a, on a motorcycle. Mm. Sometimes too, these things are dangerous. It should just be one person. Yes, I know that sometimes economic reasons can set in. 
in small some situations you even see three four five four, people even more on yeah. one motorcycle Chai. these right. things are actually risky I, I i pray for the family that god g- gives them some kind of some courage to bear the loss okay still looking at uh, developments over the weekend right here in the states uh, no fewer than 50 persons were arrested by the officials of the undo state waste management authority for violating various environmental sanitation offenses in the state and it was of course over the weekend i mean on saturday when we had the environmental sanitation and the suspects were arrested during the uh, of course the monthly exercise right here in Accra, the state capital and they were immediately charged to court and were made to pay different fines and the development actually came from a disclosure from the general manager of the Undo state waste management authority now it is looking like the waste management authority of the state they're going all out to uh, bring people to book people who don't comply to some of these uh, um, you know some of these rules set aside from the state uh, for them to comply with and of course we saw this which happened on Saturday uh, but um, I don't know why on their own part we are yet to see something that they are doing to get people to subconsciously akin to what they have in place Esigon. well according to them they said that they are carrying out uh, what is it called um, awareness and sensitization and to get these things and address them it is normal usually on when we have environmental sanitation days uh, people tend to want to flout it um, they they go ahead and maybe um rather than you know because everybody's supposed to movement is cancelled yeah until like 10 a.m mm-hmm so some people flout that rule they tend to want to move out at that point in time yes they have gone against the law they should be penalized no wala did they catch people uh, putting waste on the streets oh yes they did catch people putting weight on the streets i mean people shouldn't do that i mean that is uh, wrong they went ahead to mention that some of the the big shopping malls that were closed down has been opened because they have complied partially fantastic mm-hmm yeah but like you said the waste in my house a month old over a month old now is gathering there what do i do with it and and i am not the only one you get my point Mm -hmm. i am not the only one you see they have created a monster and they are running away from the from the reality of this monster that they have created because the truth is this on my street they were supposed to come on they usually come on thursday i came out on that thursday uh, evening i was like ah haven't they come ah they said they didn't come more and a lot of people have packed stuff you, you need to see in front of people's house you say you are fighting cholera mm-hmm. people had packed you know stuff and the next thing i had was someone saying that ah what other choice do they have? What do I tell that person? Burn it and add to climate change situation. Hmm. You, you get my point. Okay, everybody, get incinerator. Then let's cook destroy the, the ozone layer. <laughs> we that in Nigeria that we're not even paying attention to these things, you know, normally. Mm-hmm. And I've said it, it's not as if a lot of people have compounds where they can even make compost. And then a lot of these waste are not composite uh, waste. They are they are non-biodegradable. They are yeah. plastics and all the rest of them. Uh-huh. Let's say okay, okay, even the composite ones that you can make compost out of it. But people don't have a lot of people don't have uh, compounds that have they are tiled. 
You understand? Mm-hmm. So kudos to them for catching 50 people. But who is going to arrest them for for them not doing their own job? Who is going to take them to court for them not doing their own job? Do they have to wait until we gather and do it? And you know the thing is suing state government or suing federal government uh, usually is seen as a waste of, of time. And money. I mean, and, and money because they are, they are the law. They no, know how to... No, sweet spirit. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, they can... You know, so, so most times you don't even think of doing that of doing that because you're like... Yeah, so you have rendered people helpless. You have rendered people hopeless. We, we have been saying this thing now and it wasn't like this. And then you are coming to be to be grandstanding and posturing that you are catching fifty people for flouting. Oh, good, you fifty people. Why do you even, even flout? You understand? All right. Ah, of course, I came the building. Let's have your take on this matter. Well, for, for me, beyond the taking of people uh, who flouted the Stiato murder during the last environmental, I think we should have. Uh, a social culture of maintaining environment. You know, in some places, just your lawn, your lawn, if you park your car on your lawn, somebody will arrest you. The lawn in front of your house, somebody is going to see it and somebody is going to query you on that. In some country, let me put Germany for example, those non-biodegradable objects like the pet bottles and also we have we have points at different places that as you're driving you can drop them and then you get paid you know or 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 it gets accumulated for you in where you can you know used to take soda whatever and then those waste get recycled we know so much has been touted about recycling of waste if you go to a battle road you see those big huge waste there you see i think we we have refused to upgrade our mindset waste is money and it provides money in lagos waste is money mm-hmm. i know that as far back as the late 80s mm-hmm. waste is money waste you can get fertilizer from it you can recycle those pet bottles, those nylon are recyclable. Oh, yeah. And it's money, good money. It's not about paying lip to investment. It's actually doing it. If we invest truly in recycling of this waste to fertilizers, to recycle. To mention a few. To mention a few. Mm-hmm. We won't see this waste. I will gladly drive my waste <laughs> to the waste disposal, collect money, at least equivalent of my fuel, and then uh-huh. go back home, having the mindset that somebody could take care of it. And you see, if you put the right people there who can handle this, it can be done. Uh-huh. It has been done in some places. But it's just that we like to put advert of what we do and then we do something else and that is the reality on ground all right like as you was saying waste will not be taken for months then they want to even come and pick pay you to pay for the waste they did not pick for months and when you really inquire they tell you they have tire problem or whatever problem as they if it's your that problem they not paid that's well, what they usually say they are, they are not, not paid them oh that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's some private there. There's some private there that they 
you pay them, then they go and dump at the at the service, and then they pay token to either the it's private okay. or government. Don't let us go to those everything. details. Uh-huh. All right, uh, <laughs> let's let, let's just quickly take another dimension and look at some security issues, especially the ones that occurred over the weekend. Now, first we saw a release about um, eight soldiers, four policemen, and eleven others uh, that got killed across Nigeria uh, just last week. And around that period, uh, talking about uh, this past weekend, the Zamfara State Police Command uh, claimed that many bandits were killed when they attempted to attack Shinkafi town in the state. And the police actually made this known after a report um, they released claiming that um, a town and of course a police station on there uh, were attacked on Sunday. And the public relations officer of the command um, disclosed that the joint operation of the Nigerian police and the Nigerian military um, saw the repeated attack of the bandits where according to them a lot of the bandits got killed in the process, Father Liu. Well, um, the police had come out quickly to debunk uh, the story that uh, the police station was attacked in Zafara State. Uh, for me, you see, sometimes you are tired of repetition. You are tired of saying the same thing over and over again. You are tired of reading the same mm-hmm. news over and over again because people are dying. Uh, maybe except from, from the Aso Villa and the government houses. It's like every other place is not protected. And unfortunately, these crimes, are they are like overwhelming because you see how our security agencies are struggling to even meet up to the demands of, this, of these crimes, as the case may be. For me, I, I think one of the things that uh, still uh, makes me feel so sad is that when you sit down and look at what this government had spent in the last 10 years, to 11 years on military compare it to what it has spent on the police you just see that the difference is just very very wide and that is simply because we are failed to do the right thing we are failed to pay attention to where our real attentions are needed look at how much of dollars how much of fighting jets how much of these we have been buying for the military so what happens to the police those who deal with the local crimes mm. and whether you like it or not these local crimes they are the crimes that takes a lot out of us in fact if you look at it in modern times it's not even 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 you have to look at the issue of terrorism we are not fighting war we are dealing with local terrorism ha, and this is what this is what <laughs> this is what the police itself should have been handling but it is because they don't have the capacity to handle this issue that's why you have even brought in the military, the military. in the first place mm. there are a lot of terrorist issues that happen all over the world terrorist events and in some countries you don't even hear about them because they are always ahead of the of the perpetrators. Hmm. But now you are planning to 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 carry out a terrorist attack. They have l- come after. They you. have come after, and that's why you don't hear a lot about it. For instance, a place like America. The other time when uh, the past president of America was banning some countries that are of Islamic origin or they are more populated by the Muslims. Mm-hmm. And people were faulting that, that because he was using terrorism as an excuse. And they are saying, even in America, if you look at the terrorist issues that have happened in America, 97% of these were, have been perpetrated by the citizens. 
of mm-hmm. America, mm-hmm. not even the so-called Muslims. Mm-hmm. And when you hear that, you are like, oh, really? So how long has all many of these things been happening that we are not even hearing much about it in the media? Mm. It is because they are able to take hold of the matter. And you don't hear that they bring, they bring in military. That is what their other agencies are for. The but Father, when you mentioned the media, I just hope that it would not make the um, you know those people that are after the media reporting some of these things to say, okay, let's just stop talking about this. It's not about just talking about it, but what you see, no matter how much the media does not report this issue, it doesn't mean that they are not happening. Mm. It doesn't mean that people will not die. Look at the records that we have for last week. How many security agents did we did we did we lose? How many civilians did we lose? And those were the ones that were reported in the media. The ones that were not reported in the media, does that mean that they didn't happen? Does that mean that people were not killed? Does that mean that property were, were not destroyed? No, it, it, it wasn't the case. So whether you want to report it in the media or not, it does not solve the problem. All right. What solves the problem is that we have to go to the root of it. Mm. And like we have said many times, and it's just been like we are just repeating ourselves again. We have to start thinking about the local security, the local police. We have talked about how we need to re-strategize, how we need to replan, how we need to review our, our security system mm-hmm. in, the, in, in this country. Mm-hmm. But nobody is paying attention to that. But even apart from that, <laughs> look at the way the police is. In other countries, it is all those local uh, security agencies that take care of it. Mm-hmm. In a place like America, you hear of the homeland, you hear of the CIA, you hear of the police. You don't hear of the military. The military don't even come near it. The highest we get is maybe the FBI. Is, the highest you have is the, is the, yeah, is, is the FBI. All right. But in our own situation, we have been using the military to solve almost every problem that we have. And why is it the case? Because what we have failed to do for a very long period of time is hitting back at us now. It's, we are spilling the boomerang okay. in, 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 in our system. And that is why we will continue to have this situation over and over and over again. Personally, am I tired of talking about some of these things? Honestly, I do. Can we just wake up one day in this country and... We not it will just be like, okay, we'll be like... Everybody will just be wondering, is everybody is everything right with this country? And you'll be like, what is going on? I, I, I've not heard any bad news today. Is it that the bandits are on holidays or the Boko Harams or the Iswap, they are on, on leave vacation. or they are on vacation <laughs> or what? Or are we having a ceasefire day or mm. something? Can All we right. just have one day? As in one. We are not even asking for two or three or four. Just one that will not hear. And it's not because that those, mat- those issues are not reported in the media. But well, it will be because that they did, did not, not happen. happen at all. Okay, talking about uh, wake up, uh, waking up to a development, now I'm going to push this at Essigon. Once again, we are hearing that um, the um, abducted Bethel Baptist School students in Kaduna State, um, about 10 of them have been released. And this was confirmed by the president or vice president of CAN, that's the Christian Association of Nigeria. Um, let's have your take on this. Yeah, um, I'm always excited when I hear such news. For me, that is what I want to hear. And I will keep lending my voice to prayers for the release, the safe return of those that have been abducted and kidnapped because that is one thing that I can do and that is one thing that I will do. I will keep praying for the nation Nigeria and keep praying for, you know, this situation to come to an end. So when we hear news like this, it is exciting. Um, Ten, fantastic, even if it is one, fantastic because what that means that a family 
uh, gets to be at peace a family gets reunited with their loved one you know that was uh, abducted for a while and they suffered some level of unease and all that but right now that issue has been resolved so that is exactly you know what we want to hear so more of that uh like i always do i i will always definitely ignore the circumstances or whatever it is the modalities that is not my business mine mm. is just that let these people be released especially then, the 11 more that is still yeah there. that are still there so i am praying for their safe return as well Right, and uh, quickly, uh, before we jump out of security matters, now let's uh, look at the developments in the eastern region where the IPOP members have uh, threatened that anybody found outside uh, that uh, come 1st of October would have his or herself to be blamed as they have instructed uh, sit-at-home order or actually given a sit-at-home order uh, around the region come October 1st. And of course, the police have come out to threaten them that IPOP members that they would clamp down on them. So, okay, let's have your take on this. I'd like to say that <clears throat> we have looked at different ways of handling this. I think this IPOP issue before the October 4th, there have been many sit-at-home orders and they have been very effective. And I think, for me, we've said it here over and over, Rather than meeting force with force in this issue, because it's more or less a civil disorder and disobedience, we could come down to their level, listen to them, hear their agitation. People are justifying their action because they felt that... That would mean that the federal government is negotiating with terrorists. You know, IPOP has been proscribed. Oh, Mm-hmm. And they yeah, be found, and they 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 be and they be found with arm uh, armed. They are uh, no. They, they, whether they, whether they are found with they arms, have been or they have been proscribed. Uh, oh, they're terrorist that's organization. That's okay. final. Okay. So we can't negotiate with terrorists. Okay, we can't negotiate. Okay, can yeah. we find their? Can we find out the reason why they are doing what they are doing, and we then can, look and at negotiate. it? And they are not even they are shouting for injustice. They are shouting. They are look clamoring for attention. Let me put it that way. More or less for me, is a clamor for attention. So give them the attention, listen to what is happening, listen to what exactly they want. And then, if they are genuine, genuine things. We've, we've gone past that stage. Okay, okay. we've gone that past. Okay. <laughs> okay, how long are we then going to do this? Have you been able to fish out the people behind this? And then, jail them. Okay, Nandi is in prison now. They are still they are still taking over the territory. They are still sit down at home order in markets in every places. The whole place is commercial activity is near zero in those areas. Mm. All right. Those are the realities. Uh, uh, Father Leo, right now, what do you think is the best way to handle this situation? Because uh, the more the federal government try to do what they are doing presently, um, it seems like they still get more reinforcements. Talking about uh, the IPOP members right now. Well, to start with the federal government, I think uh, justice matters a lot. Oh, Equity matters that's a lot. What I'm saying. You know, I said this time last week that you see a lot of contradiction when it comes to the kind of decisions, the choices oh. that this administration and the kind of explanation they come to give the public. Okay. And it's like, are they actually talking to people who are daft or people oh. who cannot think straight? Oh. We know how much terrorism has, has taken away from us in this country. 
and yet a country, a reputable country, published names to say that these people are contributing to the mm-hmm. violence in your country. And yet you come out. Then you come out to tell us that, and don't worry, we are on top of the matter. We know these people, but we don't want to shame them. I mean, what is shame in this matter? People have made the lives of other people Hmm. difficult, taking away our peace, taking away Hmm. our sanity. When I mean sanity, I mean sanity. Whereby you want to travel in this country just to travel for how many kilometers you are thinking and rethinking and rethinking and the moment you are driving you see people just by the side of the road your heart skips mm-hmm. as if somebody is going to stop you and mm-hmm. take you away at that moment. So they have taken away our sanity and I mean that when I say it and you are saying you don't want to shame them. Tell me what do they deserve? Hmm. Do they deserve respect or do they deserve any kind of dignity when they themselves have not shown to be people of integrity? I mean, it does not make sense. And yet you come forward to the public to tell us this. And that's why sometimes I ask, especially when that man, that, that man from Asorok, whenever he talks, and I'm like, does this man even have any respect for anybody at all, apart from his boss? Do you even have any regard for the citizens of this country? Because you just come out to spit out some of these things. He wasn't doing his and job. you expect that because you are doing your job? Is that is that the way it is? Is there no atom of respect for even humanity as the case may be? All right. So, it is about justice. And that is why you see that these people are reacting. All right. Because those that you should handle with a iron hand, you handle them with kid's glove. And those that you should have handled with kid's glove, Thank you. you handle them with iron hand. When did this issue of IPOB rise, or when did it begin, that you have all, all, all of a sudden you have proscribed them to be a terrorist group? What have they done? I am not supporting IPOB. Please don't, don't misquote me. Misquote. And I'm still coming. That will be my second part of, a, of of my statement. I am not supporting IPOB. I don't support their actions because I feel that you also have to be responsible. Okay. When you want to make yourself, your, your opinion, your, your grievances, when you want to make it known. You don't solve violence with violence. You don't solve injustice with injustice. Mm-hmm. Two wrongs don't make a right. Mm-hmm. We hear of, in Spain today, you hear, you hear of Catalonia. They have been fighting for their own autonomy ever since. But have we ever heard them? Have we ever heard that they burnt down a police station or they kill a police officer Mm -hmm. or they kill a security agent or they tell people not to come out of their house Mm -hmm. or they say don't flag, don't don't, uh, put put down the flags of Nigeria because you are fighting for your right? right. I mean, with every right comes responsibility. Unfortunately, people always want to focus on the right. We, We forget our responsibility. You can't talk about right without talking about responsibility. Because even for you to make yourself to be worthy of your right, you have to be responsible. For instance, you say you have a right to life. Then if you know you have a right to life, don't take another person's life. Single. Because you know that by the time you are taken to the court of law, because you have taken another person's life, your own right to life too will be deprived of you by the law. True. So, I mean, see, he who asks for equity must also come with clean hands. Yeah. I think for me, this administration, as the way this iPod matter has been handled, in my own personal opinion, it has been handled with a lot of sentiment, with a lot of emotions. I don't think it has been handled logically and reasonably enough for Mm -hmm. anybody 
who is neutral to say that objectively, to speak objectively and say that, yes, this is the way the matter should have gone. Without speaking sides. So you see that the more, and they should have also been reading the, the, the handwriting on oh, the wall. Yeah. Oh. Because the more you try to hammer these people, oh, the no. more they continue to resist. That's true. And it's not, it's not, it's not solving any problem. All right. And you are just going ballistic on these people. And okay. you are just asking that. You see, what have, it's like, I call you to a fight or all of a sudden I come to disturb you in your house. You have not, you are not the one calling for the fight or what you have done had made me to call for a fight. Okay. And I come with slippers and, uh, and, uh, and sanders to beat you and you come out with a cutlass. You know, it's like that statement that Yorubas will say, ah, like Becky led you. Even though these people, they may not be doing a lot of things right, but is this the way and the manner to handle them? the best hand to speak to our evil brothers and sisters out there, see, is your property when you when you, you you are just disturbing yourself. <laughs> you are you are you, you see there is a Chinese adage that says that if you want to uh, if you want to get vengeance, if you want to retaliate, you dig two graves, one for your enemy and one, one for, for yourself. yourself. Because in the process of doing that, you are going to kill yourself. Because if the, all what you think about is to retaliate, that is the only thing that will be in your brain. You will not find any. You will not. Peace. You will not. You will not find any reason to think the other way. You will become so unreasonable. Okay. And that is. This is what I feel that is happening in the east. Mm-hmm. They are becoming unreasonable mm-hmm. because you aggressive. are disturbing your people, mm. your own people. Some of their it's children did not write white egg last week. That's that's. that's you are you are problem. retrogressing. You are not progressing. You are disturbing your own development and progress. And I was hoping that whatever happened between 1967 and 1970 would have been a great, a great lesson. Because uh-huh. even up to now, you cannot deny the fact that Those you are still not suffering effects. from uh-huh. the effect, from the consequences right. of that particular event. So of right. event. Now you want to continue again. All right. And don't let anybody use your head. See, I have always said something that, see, when you see people who come out to say, I'm fighting for the cause of the people, you just can't. Don't, don't join immediately. Just calm, relax, and watch. <laughs> At the end, you will see that behind everything is an ulterior motive. is <laughs> a, a selfish interest. Without due respect, the man, the man that is being tried now and every, you, are, you are fighting for you, you are doing everything. Wait until when matters start unveiling. You will get to see that exactly at, the, at the back of it, you just see that this person has a personal interest or this person they have personal interest but they are just using the people to achieve they will quote it they will quote it in such a way that to feel that oh you are fighting for their cause but Mm. on the long run you will see that they are fighting for their personal causes okay now let's uh, take a look at this development right now the Nigerian Association of Resident Doctors on Saturday issued a 72 hour ultimatum to the federal government to pay its members being owed medical residency training fund and salary arrears the association also demanded that the government withdraw the lawsuit filed against doctors before the national industrial court in the interest of peace. Um, Esigon, is this possible? The demands from the federal government right now. I mean, they've been on this for weeks, and uh, they are coming up with seventy-two hours ultimatum. Well, I, I think for me, one of the things that um, we should be most grateful to um, God for in this country is that um, you know we have we seem to have alternatives and, and and that is why this has not become as chaotic as it should be 
yes, we have numbers that can cushion the effect of such things. That is why you can hear, for instance, that cholera has taken this number of people and life is still going on. Lassa fever took this number of people, life is still going on. COVID came and is doing its own, life is still going on. If you hear the statistics on malaria, for instance, in Nigeria, you hear the numbers, I mean, you are like, wow, in this Nigeria, and we are still going on. You understand? So, all these strikes are ongoing, and others, a lot of people here, I'm not sure, maybe because some of us are in in a university environment they will say that okay we have access to public health facility uh, in the health center here but barring that a lot of people here don't use you know government health facilities we, we use uh, private health facilities because <coughs> over the years that is what a hair or people just go to chemist or people just go ahead and do oh, and do of course that. there's the, of, and, and unfortunately there's the tradomedical aspect as well mm-hmm. you know people going the way of our forefathers and remembering that there are some certain leaves that if you combine together you'll be fine mm-hmm. and people are doing well you so so you will see that that is why uh, life is going on in in this particular in back this and part forth, of the world, yeah. you understand mm-hmm. life is going on and and more so even the people that are that are not answering or they are fighting they themselves too it's not as if they use the system they don't use the system mm. they jet out you know they 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 for instance look at the money that will be involved to take a single politician or a rich person out of this country and look at the medical bills is going to pay there Grab that money together and put it in maybe two or three. You understand? You will see what it will do. It will be heavy. But no, we won't do that. You know? So it is not affecting them. It's not affecting their children. It is not affecting Nigerians that much that Nigerians now come to. It's just a case of uh, two people fighting and let us come and watch movie. That is what it has become now. So, we're having this conversation back and forth. Tomorrow, we'll serve it again. They have said some two hours now. I think lies are being lost. <laughs> See, the, the thing is, yes. This is not ordinary fighting. No, 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 no. Like, see, in, in this part of the world, we, no, do, we, we, we deal we, with numbers. Okay. You are saying that lives are being lost. No. Okay, it's numbers. Numbers. That we are declaring. We okay. deal with numbers. Those, okay. those, they don't have names. They don't have faces. Okay. 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 They are nameless. It's just okay. like we have unknown gunmen. Oh, we have gunmen. unknown dead people. Okay, okay. Oh. That's the sad part. So okay. it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't pinch us. The ministers of health can, can sleep at night. The president can sleep well, and people they can they can they can. I mean, they are fine. And get if, out. If the president is not feeling okay, he just gets, gets on the plane and goes to UK, and that is it. All okay. right. And, and and life goes on. So what are we talking about here? You get so. Yeah. It's, it's, they say in Yoruba like that. That I'm trying to translate now. Me, I'm full. It doesn't matter who else is hungry. So, so the, the 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 critical thing here is me. I'm okay. Okay, for instance, now I know that I know that I know that this um, this gas issue is not part of the conversation. You know this cooking issue. You know how difficult it is for people to cook now. Hmm. It's becoming it's more. You understand? Are looking for coal now. Yeah, so, so right now, Nigerians will shift in the days of Abacha. 
It was sun dust. Yes, people became that crazy. This was in '84. We used sun dust. We used coal pots. So now we are we are developing backwards strategy. Yeah, it's strategy. So we are going back to. No, we are not going era. backward. We are, we are. Yeah, that, yeah, it's progressive. Yeah, it's yeah, progressive. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. So that, so in that aspect too, people will move. We are they just. Will there'll adjust. be more dongoyaro oh. leaves. You and understand? So moringa leaves. there's moringa. That's what I'm saying. There's moringa. <laughs> okay. There's uh, tea leaves. You know, habati. Habati are not there. So let people just see. In times like this, it calls for serious innovation and serious creativity. For those yeah. of you who have faith and you know and believe in God for your health, you know, as God has been sustaining some of us. For instance, that ah, it is been God, and we but give all glory it. to Him. Others that whatever it is that they have to depend on, please depend on it because <laughs> if you want to be looking to this war and not the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will you? Okay. Okay. Now, Saki, the president is back to the country, and after his trip to New York City, um, he's actually back, and he was given a special assignment from the UN, and his assignment is to help in restoring socio-political order in troubled West African countries, and this was, of course, reported by the news agency of Nigeria. Let's have I, I, I think that should have been a postdoctoral thesis. I think that should be a postdoctoral thesis. Because for me personally, I don't think, I don't think what you don't have, you can give to others. All right, that is the reality on ground. Nigeria economy is nothing to write home about. We are far from Uru, and I think, for me, it's a joke. Okay, very quickly, before we wrap up training issues for today, now NYC, they have come out to admit that um, there was a pamphlet containing uh, the advice on payment mm. of ransom. And this is coming after they claim that they never uh, made any statements to that effect. Uh, Father Leo, let's begin with you. Well, it's going to be business as usual because now they have come out to say it's like there is a mystic somewhere uh, well, it should be, it to should this be, country. It should be a good they, one. They, you, know, you know, it's, 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 it's funny the kind of explanation people give to you in situations like this that there are two copies in circulation. Mm. One contains the mm. one that does not have uh, that uh, mm. phrase. Mm. The other one contains it. And I'm like, who are you deceiving? Who are you deceiving? You have come out, you have, I think they have just come out to, to lie to the public. And now you are looking for a way to cover up for your lies. And at the end, instead of you to have heads rolling okay. for people who put such kind of a statement in a pamphlet, and you have, that is a, that is, that is a national document. Hmm. But they, have said, but they have said they are probing or they are actually investigating you the matter. You waiting now? <laughs> yes. where, where, where are we till today? Are yes. we still not probing? No, it's you not, you it's wait. Not. You will see that in the next two weeks, the next one month, the next two months, off, nothing off is going to happen. Just off mic. There's commissions. Okay, Just this is mic. what you can take on training issues for today. Ensure you uh, join us once again, same time tomorrow, right here on Twitter Radio 93.1 FM. And of course, you do well to uh, listen to this very episode via podcast, so you have to do a search Futa Radio podcast and you get a chance to listen once again via podcast. Coming up next is news on the globe. Do stay tuned.